Threesome. It's what the people want. Real life. Real shit. Real talk. Welcome back. back. We're back. We are back and we're... Okay. Here we go, Mickey. We're sharing a mic today because we do have a guest on. He's been a longtime friend of mine, and he's also a tattoo artist. Um, he works under me at Good Times Tattoo. I guess not really under me, but with me. Uh, his name's Dylan Hines. Dylan? Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're not really going to do a recap because um, our week has just been the same. All of us working our fucking asses off, and we have a lot of onion layers to unfold with Dill, so... We've and the got first foursome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're double doing this one over here. I think that's why it's so funny because Mickey is like the reporter handing the mic back and forth to me. Yeah, and I have the cards. So I'm like, I'm like, what do I do with my hands? Do you want me to have the cards? Maybe yes, because I'm doing both. It's feeling very... Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't have enough hands. Um, so, I, I mean, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Yeah. Let's well, get let into Dylan it. Introduce himself. Yeah, no give us your little foreplay. No, we're going yeah, in raw, like, no lube. I'm like, anyway, tell me everything <laughs> traumatic that's ever happened to you. Okay, Dill, here's the floor. Um, well, trauma, trauma, trauma. <laughs> I'd say what, Dill? We've known each other for like 15 years now. I think, Over, yeah, maybe. I think I met you in fourth grade. Yeah, third or fourth grade, in Morgantown. Oh yeah, and then. We stopped talking probably for a little bit in like sophomore year. I moved that junior year. I moved to Buchanan. Yeah. Finished out my two years. You stayed at UH. No. Did you get expelled? No. I got expelled from middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Not high school. Middle school. Okay. So you graduated from UHS? Yeah. Okay. 2014. Huh? Hey, you got a, I don't know, it's a college. You got a high school degree, bro. <laughs> It's really so set crazy us three went to high school together. Oh, I forget. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Small ass world. Yeah, literally crazy. <laughs> so, and then we stopped. We didn't really talk because I moved. And then, well. And then I went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> As one does, you know. Just normal stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, so I guess maybe just start there. Like when you obviously you got into drugs at a young age but what led it like what lay in a Jew in prison I, that's on my card <laughs> <laughs> it's in my notes um so really I started on drugs super young probably like age 11 and by the time I got to being an adult whenever I could be charged I was just robbing everybody at gunpoint so <laughs> it just kind of it spiraled super fast by the time I was 17, 18 and then got picked up. Were you just doing like any type of drug or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was addicted to heroin, but I did everything. I feel like that's probably one of the worst ones to be addicted to. Though. Oh, for sure. So I guess leading up <laughs> exactly what landed you in prison. I need the I need the I want the tea. Yeah. Like we the need tea. the full I need the full <laughs> deal story in <laughs> like background and how you got caught. What happened? Spin the yarn. I would Spin like to the hear yarn. the story. Yeah. Tell me a story like you're. Like you're telling a bedtime story right now. So us right now. I, <laughs> once upon a time, <laughs> not long ago, <laughs> I was really fiending for some drugs. Me and a couple of buddies of ours, 
And rest in peace to Dustin, one of my childhood friends. We went and robbed a gas station. And our heroin dealer was actually in the gas station. So he pointed us out. He fingered us. Like literally? <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked you, bro. <laughs> he fucked you so hard. <laughs> and yeah, they arrested us the very next day and indicted us the day after. And straight on my journey, I went. <laughs> How old? How old were you? Uh, this was three months after we graduated, so I was 18. Damn, bitch. He's like, a lot Damn, of people have those, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You might, like, get a little... Depends no, on that. <laughs> like, Depends like, on the know. circumstance. <laughs> Who's my cellmate? Okay, so... Who's my cellmate? How long did you spend in prison? Uh, collectively, 14 months, 21 days. And then 58 days in a rehab. My face. I'm like, (laughs) every time I hear it, like, I don't know. (laughs) But my longest stint was like, I think, 11 months and 20 some days. The rest of them were just short, like, shockers for doing drugs while on probation. Damn dog. You didn't learn your lesson that first time. No, hell no. (laughs) But you were like, I'm still an 18 (laughs) fucking idiot. Well, I was like, I I just didn't care. Yeah. So my first. Whenever they first indicted me, I was charged with um, aggravated robbery, felony brandishing, felony conspiracy, first degree armed robbery, and I think one other charge. So I was facing 18 to life. So at that point, I was just like, I'm just going to do whatever I want until they put me in prison. How did you not get the like? I didn't take my first plea. So whenever they, they give you pleas, so they give you, my first plea was 18 to life. My lawyer advised me to take it. I straight up said no. And then they gave me five to 18, I think. So if you would have taken it, you would have been in longer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, they would have just skipped trial and sent me straight for 18 to life. Oh hell no. I'm saying no every time. I'm taking my chance, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So then they came back with five to 18. My lawyer still advised me to take it, but the older guys in the pod, they were like, don't take that bullshit. So finally I got, I think it was one to five on a suspended sentence. So I pretty much just served all that time waiting for the right plea deal. Oh, because you get time served when you're in already, right? If it's not like a violent felony conviction. Wasn't yours considered violent? So it dropped. You didn't actually shoot anybody. Yeah. So it wasn't murder. So whenever I finally took my plea, I got charged with second degree robbery, conspiracy, felony brandishing, and uh, I think petty larceny. So it's like less than a thousand dollars. Oh. Yeah. So it turned out the conspiracy, felony brandishing are the only two felonies, and then the rest are all misdemeanor. Oh. Wow. Look at you, bud. Yeah, that first one no would have been a little. Uh, that would have been a yeah, little. Yeah, I was. I wasn't taking that. I wasn't dumb enough. But I That's think you wild. need to get into how you were even identified, because obviously you wore a mask or like something over your face when you did it. <laughs> well, first of all, I worked at the gas station that I robbed. At Bitch, stop! <laughs> I didn't know that. I I did You're work like, who there. Who is what he? What kind of gas station? <laughs> uh, it was the BFS Fair Chance. A BFS. Uh, <laughs> you know the one They're in Chile now. They're yeah, I know the one now. Yeah. I, I sent them downhill. They were doing good. <laughs> <until> <laughs> they were doing fine. Now they're all closing. So you worked there. I did. You didn't realize that there was anyone else in the gas station when you Well, so it in? was a mix of things. It was like 3 a.m. Our 
heroin dealer was in the back and I think he may have had drugs with him and that's why he pointed us out Clearly. but it was so it was our height they like kind of knew it was me and my co-defendant and then also my co-defendant as he was leaving he threw like a salute which he was like known to do I was just about to say god <laughs> damn it Dustin god damn it so it, it it caught us pretty quickly and by I think like the 24 hour mark they were doing their warrant on our house I would have been so scared. They scooped us up quick, like yeah, guns clearly, drawn and everything. Clearly, <laughs> whenever they first like show up to get you, you're getting arrested. What's the thought? What's the feeling? Uh, I mean, first thought was to run, but then we could tell that they were already kicking every door down. Yeah, so I probably would It was a wrap from there. I feel like running makes it worse. Yeah, and they they literally drug us, like carried us out into the yard, laid us down, searched us, even though we were shirtless, and then. <laughs> cuffed us up oh my god just like cops it's just like just man oh it was straight out of a movie bro you guys you know you were just talking the town that week oh okay did you feel a little cool though for sure yeah we we lived in the project so there was like all these gangsters and like hardcore people around us just watching us get arrested when you got in were you like Oh, for sure. I would have cried my little eyeballs out. (laughs) So we went to the Morgantown precinct first where they like interviewed us and neither of us like really said shit. They just kind of already had us. They showed us like all the proof that they had, including Dustin's fingerprints. God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) And then so they immediately took us downstairs and arraigned us. And then I don't think they took us to jail the first night. I think they had us stay in Morgantown the first night. Damn. And then they took us to jail. So then it was just like back and forth from Morgantown to Doddridge doing court appointments. Damn. Yeah. So did you guys go to the same prison or no? Yeah. You did? Not in the same but pod. Not, you guys yeah. didn't see each other. Uh, Maybe at some point in the hallways, but we were never locked up in the same like did pod he serve or the dormitory. Did he you? No. He, got, he had a paid attorney. Always pay for your attorney. <laughs> <laughs> lesson for the crowd out there if you ever rob yeah. a gas station because he ended up i think on a two-year plea diversion where it's like all your felonies go away if you do everything correctly oh damn and yeah he got i think he paid bail like pretty much immediately we had to come up with mine and i just fought it from behind bars <laughs> fuck <laughs> That's I would wild. have cried my eyes out. Oh me! Oh, I, I don't think I cried once. Oh my god! I, I cried whenever I saw my mom because my mom was bawling her eyes well, out. Well, clearly, yeah, because I was like in the full shackle stuff because felonies. So, because <laughs> if you if you're if you're with a misdemeanor, they just like handcuff you. But if you have felonies and they do it like around your waist, around your ankles, everything. Damn. Damn, bitch. Yeah. That I mean. I, I guess I can see. Pretty why. kinky. But <laughs> he's like, honestly. Chloe's <laughs> like, I want to wear that. I'm trying to think. I'm like, where all? Okay, so. Where can I buy that? <laughs> You're like, wait. <laughs> Does it come in white gold? Do you have photos? Like, Are you sell the photos? Sell that? I'm like, Ooh, I should sell photos. Oh my God. I think that <laughs> yeah. that could be. Listen. Let's come out on top. (laughs) I I need a win from them. I want you to know the one time I thought that Chloe was going to get arrested, I was trying to put makeup on her. I was trying to like, (laughs) before we go in, because I'm like a little bit of lipstick, baby, please. A little chapstick, a little lip gloss. Did they make you take that off, though? I don't know. I just knew that I was like, if she gets a mug shot, I'm selling it. I'm putting it on blankets. Free Chloe dog. I was like, we're going to profit off this. We have to. 
I left. I had my retainer in all fourteen months. Re- they never Lucky took my retainer. You, dude. Yeah, damn. I mean, they searched my mouth and everything. I had the Invisalign. They never I'm took really it. Surprised. Yeah. Like I'm gonna have straight teeth. I never. Yeah. I never told them that I had them, but they never. You're took like, them I don't need this anything. out. Yeah. You're like, I've already got the Invisalign. I'm not. Fucking <laughs> Is that invisible, baby? They didn't see it. <laughs> you can take my freedom, but not my straight teeth, bitch. <laughs> So what I I guess it's not just a one. What is some of the craziest or, you know, just like weirdest things that you witnessed in there that like happened to you personally? Um, I saw a lot of violence. Clearly. <laughs> um, I don't know. It jail is really not like how people describe it. It's not like races against races, at least not our jails. It's more just sitting on your hands and feet fighting over bullshit. <laughs> right. Like ramen. Yeah. Ramen, candy bars, like sitting in the wrong chair, just dumb shit that makes absolutely no sense. You got stabbed in jail though, right? I did. Over, over a candy bar? No, over something that I didn't even do. I got accused of stealing from somebody, which is like one of the biggest no-nos right. in jail. Like if you steal from somebody, you do it face to face. Yeah, that's shitty. Yeah. But I got accused of going into a cell stealing something. So I was pretty much like, all right, let's just fight tonight. And by nighttime, he rolled my door and just came in and stabbed me. With what? Um, (laughs) I'm not really sure. So I think (laughs) I know it broke whenever it hit me, but I think it was like one of the state razors. So pretty much like what me and Chloe used to shave arms and stuff. Right on. And it was like just melted, probably with the razor like sticking out of the melted part. But and you can still see the scar. Like as soon as it hit me, it broke. Ew. Damn. You're like, no big deal. It really wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, it bled a lot, but that's just because of, like, how skinny I am. Well, I feel like maybe it's not, like, a lot of damage. I think emotional damage. I'd be, like... Emotional for sure. (laughs) I'd say just to have someone walk in and stab you. (laughs) (laughs) Even if someone came into my room and pretended to stab me, I would be... I, I would fucking lose it. I'd be done. She well, can't even take us giving her a shot. <laughs> no, She's like, I'm going to be scarred. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> it's also different because they don't shut the lights out in like the higher custody jails. They don't, they never turn the lights out. So it's not like it was like pitch black nightmare fuel. It was like, I saw what was happening. God damn it. <laughs> That's yeah, worse actually. Your eyes open. I'd be like, fuck, let me close my eyes. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that yeah so getting out what was the hardest like or like so when you got out what was the hardest adjustment and all that because i know you still have your little uh prison yeah i'm definitely institutionalized <laughs> yeah we went on vacation together to disney and this motherfucker brought you brought your own i mean not that it's weird but I did you bring a commissary own, bag. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I know you bring snacks on vacation, but I think we need to go further into detail with that and also your shower shoes. Let's just say I didn't realize how institutionalized he is. Besides when I, I did though, because when I have you clean the shop, I'll be meaning like, hey, just like dust off the normal things. He goes straight to like g- doing the corners of the baseboards <laughs> scrubbing down with fucking gloves on and i'm like i love that but i meant like the things you see when you first walk in like let's do that first not He's over the here germs. On his hands and knees like with a fucking toothbrush but yeah so i think we should get into the your your uh, yeah i guess you never yeah, get out of it painfully institutionalized i don't know i've heard of people that spend longer times in jail that get away from it i think it was just like 
I spent such a formulative time locked up. Yeah, literally the moment you become an adult. Yeah. Yeah, like your brain is just now forming like habits to be an adult. And it was also like, I think the routine and the regiment kept me sober. So I just kind of stuck with like the, I don't want to say military aspect of it, but there are a lot of like overlapping. It is the same. You, yeah. Bitch, I was in the military. You can say military it's the fucking exact aspect. Same it's thing. Exact, it is the exact same yeah. thing. Like the shit. Yeah, it, it is. The way that they like you have to get up, cl- like make your bed, go out and clean parts yep. of the day room. It's all yeah. a regiment. And I think that just helped with like keeping sobriety and not going back to prison. So I think it turned into like just my laundry list of how I do things. Were there drugs in prison and how's it get there? Like, I feel like, can you stay clean in prison just because um, you're cleaning or is it like, is it a choice? Are you like, there's drugs choice. around? So That's like what I'm saying. like federal prisons, like the big boy prisons, there's definitely a lot of drugs. Ours are just like, there's occasionally cocaine. There's typically pot. They're making like hooch. Is yeah. That what they call it? A lot of people are drinking hooch, which I mean, it smells fucking terrible. Mm. I never drank it. Um, people smoke the fuck out of K2, like the fake weed. Dog, it's super I would not be locked nah. up smoking fucking K2. I still, I spent I'd like seven years as a heroin addict. I've never smoked K2. Don't. Yeah. It's not for me. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> and okay, so you got out when you were how old? I would have been 19 and a half. Damn, going on 20 you really did spend like your right as an adult yeah shit, i'd be sense. scared shitless i was scared but at the same time I, so everywhere i went i was one of the youngest people in there so they kind of like looked out for me in a way they knew that i didn't have a great home life they knew that i came from like the streets i guess you could say yeah you weren't some just like rich kid getting in trouble exactly. for wrecking a boat who never got in trouble and killed people <laughs> Exactly. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> that happened in Cheat Lake. Oh yeah. And he's still chilling, not in jail. Yeah. But this motherfucker <laughs> He didn't kill that one, but he looks like he could have. It's not a teardrop, I promise. <laughs> it's a fucking It's a fucking semi <laughs> Oh fuck. But yeah, like it it seemed like a lot of the time like the older people kind of looked out for me and just kept me out of the drama and the trouble. I think that's cool, though. Yeah. I think my biggest problem was gambling God behind damn bars. It. That That'll get stop. you. And you're like, well. Yeah, but what were you? Okay, I need like, you. How do you gamble? Um, yeah. Uh, just playing cards. You can oh. you can get decks of cards for like, I think it's $2. Just like, a, who's funding this? gamble, though? So Candy you're, bar is money. Yeah, wow. yeah. You're gambling like ramen. You can gamble phone time. People will gamble like different things from like their state trays. So like what they get all three, like three times a day. I'm sure people will gamble like probably even things that they make. I don't know. You what about booty? Gamble. I want to know are they now, gambling booty? So. Because I also want to know how much gay stuff's in there. Y'all, y'all That's doing the that? thing. Like there's always like the prison rape thing that people talk about. It's really, there's like a negative connotation against like non-consensual homosexuality like if you're if there's like a rape or something going on they're gonna stab the person raping like they're gonna come in and kill the fuck out of him (laughs) so there's not a lot of well there is there's consensual where where i was just like there is consensual right but as far as like the prison punks and like that shit wasn't happening there no that's good to hear because there's like there's inmate checks and balances where like 
like let's say a child molester comes into the pod they're gonna kick him out immediately they're gonna go to the cops and say he can't live here we're gonna kill him oh and they'll get so me. yeah so there's like rules among yeah. the inmates that kind of like protect other inmates i think it's just crazy that you hear people doing like long stints like that for obviously what you did was wrong but like for a non-violent offense and then you hear of people like killing and raping kids or yeah. women and other men and they're, they're like, not serving they time unless they're like right next to you in the same pot as you who exactly yeah. who's like basically not, a child yeah it's yeah. like not even yeah. yeah that's what i mean well like, another like, thing wow. is like whenever i was arrested so whenever you get arrested they do like a thing called an indictment which is the cattle call and they'll have everybody that w- was arrested within i think the last month in the same room and they kind of tell you what you're facing in front of everybody. Oh, shit. Yeah. And there was a guy who, I don't know what he exactly had done, but it was crimes against a three-year-old. <gasps> and he was facing, I think, three years or five years of probation. Oh, my. Bitch. Yeah. And you're wow. like, God damn it. And I'm facing life over not even pointing a gun at anybody, just taking money from a gas station. That's fucked up. Bro. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. They, I think they do it for their insurance. It's so that they don't have to worry about that person being killed in our prison systems. Huh. That makes sense. Because I guess that would, like, look bad on paper for them later to be like, oh, yeah, this, it this probably was, cost like, them a there. lot of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. That's fucked. Yeah. No, that's honestly fucking crazy. Yeah. So then it, it leads to the inmates doing, like, checks and balances of, like, that. Because what will happen if they're kicked out of so many places, then they'll get put on what's called diesel therapy, where it's literally they'll just drive them to different prisons. Oh, my God. Like, they never get to live anywhere. They just get driven around the state. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... Damn. It's like the inmate way of saying fuck you without killing them. Right on. (laughs) Yeah, just make their life hard. Yeah. Were you ever in there for so long that you're like, that guy's looking kind of pretty? I might kiss him. <laughs> Do you ever feel like kissing? You ever like, I mean, no. you're like a pretty young thing and no one ever was like, hey, Dylan, you want to kiss? You want to, you want to butts? maybe? I don't think I'm cute enough, honestly. They were I think, like, I think no. they're looking for like the more like manly also, man. Like, you're petite. I don't know. I feel like that's true. If they were like, I, they yeah. were probably just like intrusive thoughts where they never came up to me. They they're just, just, they're just rubbing it. it out about you. Yeah. They're like, mm. they're like talking to their buddies. Like that's a fine piece. They of see ass. you in the shower from behind, and they're like, "If I squint." Now, I did wear. Yeah, how was that? I wore my boxers in the shower for the my entire stay because, because most you of knew like, you had a petite little frame. And well, most like, they of might I saw little. like most of like the gang members and like scary like hardcore criminals do that. So I was like, I'm just going to copy them and like try I'm to just, fit in. I'm going to cover my ass. Hey, I don't blame you. I'm one man. The first time you. I showered, I showered butt ass naked with no shoes on. Oh, <laughs> dude. I even wore shoes in the fucking barracks in the military. I had no bro. idea. I got back to my cell and my cellmate like was threatening to beat me up if I didn't go shower again with shoes on. Yeah, I would have been like, hey, homie, you got to put some flippy floppy yeah, on. Yeah, there's there's semen all over those floors. Yeah. So Is that where everyone's jerking off? For yeah. sure. Is that the only spot or is it just anywhere? I'm sure it's everywhere. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing else to do. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. that. The lights so, are on all yeah. day. Like. Oh, yeah. I mean, how's that work whenever you have like a cellmate? Was was your cellmate cool? Uh, I had cool cellmates except for one and his name was Big Otis. <laughs> Shout out Big Otis. Shout out Big <laughs> Otis. Well, I think he's actually a lifer. I'm okay, pretty cool. sure I, just, I don't want to. I don't want to dog anyone on here. Yeah, we love y'all. Yeah, love y'all. well, <laughs> he's he's good. He's probably in prison chilling. He's doing his thing. But he's not he a was, listener. Is what you're he saying? He was a dickhead. 
because he thought he owned the cell and he was this big well, ass he's there for dude. life bro. yeah that's his home i guess i, guess he he, I was a short he does timer. own it you're written he's owning. i was just on vacation in his <laughs> cell <laughs> on vacation it's airbnb baby that's his home <laughs> but no he he would come out and like accuse the entire pod of stealing his socks and shit like that and everyone's like dude just look around and then he'd find his socks well, but never admit that he like that he couldn't find none of his shit i feel like that's me at work sometimes <laughs> like that's me every day in my life <laughs> i'm like where the fuck is this so and dylan's just thinking like they have multiple pairs of He's socks like, wait, what are we wearing what are the fits that was the most concern i've seen in joe's face this entire time <laughs> but what are we wearing i'm too ocd and clean how many, I how many outfits do we have oh you would hate it because there's only orange jumpsuits the white thermals and white socks damn yeah joseph's like i need my and, new um, pair of whenever you first get in you get tidy whities you have to buy joe boxes. doesn't have a skims uh, he's done I'm he's done, done. I'm out. done for i'm done but the wife beater right i do now, feel maybe. like it could be joseph's look though it's just that it's <laughs> not new supreme white socks. it's supreme white <laughs> socks every know. day the, the way he just gets a new pack of supreme white socks every day he's like he'd be in prison like i know we i know the fit i, I like the look socks. i love Ugh. Yeah, he's not about that. But. Dirty socks gotta go in the trash. You love yeah. a wife beater though. You love like a little tank top moment. Because yeah, so. I'm skinny now. He's like, oh, look at me. <laughs> I'm done. You'd probably be real like, skinny in prison. Okay, prison food. I want to yeah. hear. I was literally. I'm like, Dill, you you have to talk about the prison food, but I I need to expose you on the bricks thing, because <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of TikToks about it. And you see people talking about it, but a lot of people don't know what it is. I didn't know what it was till you explained it. So so a brick is basically made you make ramen noodle out of your sink nice so it's not even fully heated up okay and then you'll put a bunch of different ingredients in it and then you'll set books on top of it for up to 45 minutes and it turns into like a hard kind of sandwich brick thing what but would it you fills put in you it? the fuck up uh you can do like pickles uh pepperoni chips <gasps> You're you, like one of the nasty to, bitches online that are kind of those things it's that like they're pregnancy. selling. Yeah. Those pickle things that they're selling with all the shit in it. I swear to God, someone from prison and made that up and is like guaranteed. a millionaire now. Guaranteed. Joseph's face is like, no, oh it's popping up all the pickles. <laughs> He's like, on oh, my TikTok, it really has. No, literally, literally all the, pickles. All the bags. Uh, the I'm on a different end of TikTok, I think. Bob I'm Barker owns most pickle. of the stuff in prisons. Wait, what? Bob Barker owns most of the stuff. Do you know we shouted him out our first episode? (laughs) Does he own our show? Is he... (laughs) Did he die? Yeah, that's what our I fir- literally we had this conversation our first episode where we were like shout out Bob Barker and then we're like rest in peace. I think he just died. I think so. What he a man. We don't talk about that many celebrities actually. And for him to come up more than once. It's a little ooky spooky if you ask shout me. Shout out Bob Barker. Shout out Bob Barker. He owns prison, he owns us, our souls, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he owns like all the shoes, all the food, he owns Stop. everything. Wait, what why? How? How? I don't yeah. know. I think he just like signed something in the eighties where like he man he owns the company that manufactures it or something. He owns the country. Pretty much. He's actually been working this whole thing. He's not dead. He is he's Illuminati. Like, oh my god. Because wasn't he? I just thought he had business with like dogs' balls or something. Wasn't he like the one who was all like spay and neuter your pets? Like, isn't that I his thought thing? He was family Feud. No, but I feel like he was like, was he not the one that was like, he's an advocate for animals and was like very for cutting their balls off, spaying and neutering. Yeah. Well. So he was like, I care about the animals and I care about prison, baby. 
Hell yeah. So anyway, shout out, old boy. So how long have you been clean now, Dale? Uh, the 15th made eight years for me. That's a long time. Hell yeah. It was only hard the first year. People, places, and things. Just had to switch that up. Yeah. You stayed in Morgantown though, right? I did. But I got... So... Was it hard getting a job after? I got lucky. I know a lot of felons that reoffend because they can't get a job, but my cousin was just working in a kitchen and he called me literally like an hour after I got home from rehab and said, hey, I heard you you needed a job. Oh, yeah, because you probably have to get a job right when you come back. Right? Yeah, that was one of my stipulations for parole. It was like get a job within 72 to like 72 hours to a week or something like that. And then go to meetings and all that bullshit. How long were you on parole for? I think almost two years. Damn. I got off early only because my dad died. It was like literally I... Damn. I so the day my dad was dying, I smoked pot with him. Even though I was on parole, I was like, you guys only have like six months left on my shit. So if you send me back to jail for six months whenever my dad dies, then that's, it is what it is. Did they? No. I oh. called. So I smoked weed with my dad. Like three hours later, he died. And then I called my parole officer and was like, look, I fucked up <laughs> and smoked weed. <laughs> I and fucked she, up, yeah. but my dad's dead. <laughs> and she was like, well, I'm sorry, but we have to set up a court date. And they set up a court date for like a few weeks later. And whenever I went in, my judge was like, honestly, I would have smoked weed with him too. We're going to go ahead and let you off probation. Damn. So. Hell yeah, because that would have been really fucked yeah. up. Yeah. But I, I made the decision. Person. Yeah. One. I Literally. made the decision before. Like, I was just like, if I go to jail, they can, they really legally could only put me in jail for another like six months before I had like a dead sentence where like right. you've done all your time. Yeah. So I just made the decision and even told my mom, like, if they send me to jail over this, then... I'll just eat, be eating jail food for a couple months. months. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. But no jail. They let me off. I don't know if I would have been brave enough to take the chance. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, after that, I'd be like, oof. I don't know, Dad. And I was like, I might. Like, I don't, I don't know, it. Pops. I don't need that yeah. smoke. <laughs> Thank God I just didn't have a dad. <laughs> <laughs> it really saves on a lot of trauma. Because that might have happened. You never know. <laughs> uh, dad. But I mean, now you still wear shoes in your shower. I do. Nice. I still sleep with the lights on on occasion. Damn. Like if I can't sleep, I'll turn the lights on. My You're wife like, hates oh, me yeah. for it. <laughs> I would die. Yeah. I'd say, be like, like you can go you fuck sleep? yourself, dog. Okay, because also not just like being clean, working at the tattoo shop. You're also married, have a beautiful baby. Yes. Like you have like just you have a life, you know. And you don't do I'm anything. not convinced that it's real. It yeah. might all be. Did AI. you feel? Did you feel? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you ever just feel like that is like a fever dream? All like the your time. Past life. Yeah, since I, you've like changed and grown so much, I feel like it aids in my imposter syndrome. <laughs> You're like, I need to go <laughs> because back to like therapy. there's yeah, there's no reason that I should be here at this point. Yeah, feeling like undeserving. Yeah, it's like the people who survivors guilt. You get off the Titanic and you're like, Major. damn, like I made it yeah. into real life, but like <laughs> not everyone makes it through like drugs and jail and exactly. like you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. What and especially me, who like I mean, Chloe knows I kind of like popularized drugs for our high school. Yeah, I was really like selling them to everybody. Yeah, I bought ecstasy off of you. Yeah, like I I made it normal for like every class and every group of friends to do some sort of a drug yeah 
100%. So, sorry, guys. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, in the end, it's your own decision, you know? Yeah. There's enablers, but your own decision. What do you think, what, like, advice to, because, I mean, even hearing you tattoo, we tattoo a lot of addicts and people who struggle with addiction who are clean, newly clean, have relapsed, come back. Like, we hear it all here. I mean, what's your tips on staying clean or advice and stuff like that? Um, staying clean, if you have had like if you're predisposed or you've had problems before is honestly just find something that's different like let's say you normally drink with friends just go to a movie where they don't offer beer yeah like taking do, yourself out do, of those positions. yeah like do do something fun that's not what you normally do to get drunk or high i feel like you have to change and just from being friends and i mean mickey can say it too with being friends with the addicts and stuff i feel like you have to change everything your phone like get a whole new phone i feel like you have to change your whole lifestyle yeah you have to you have to block out the people that you love yeah that's yeah that's the best way to put it like because i feel like when some of my really close friends were really bad off we stopped talking because i knew there was just no they knew they could come to me if they ever wanted to get clean, I feel like. Yeah. But there was... Yeah, there was, like... Uh, there there was the disconnect. There was It's no, like a form no of self-preservation yeah. on so top of tough love. I feel like for you, being someone who was an addict, it was probably harder to... I'm sure it's harder for addicts to cut other addicts off because you know what it's like to be there and you want to keep being there for them and help them. But then, yeah. realistically, that could just help you fall back into the And, cycle. I mean, like, looking, looking at Dustin, like... Even if you're sober, you can't get your friend sober. Right. So sometimes your help is just enabling. Yeah. Like letting somebody live oh, on your couch. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's like sometimes helping is yeah. not helping because like you're some, still like allowing them to like live whatever life they're living. And the actual like love that you can give is like. It's you not any to, guidance uh, yeah. rather than just like, like you're not giving them guidance. You're just kind of giving them shelter. Right. So, yeah, I guess it all always comes down to people, place and things. Yeah, that's 90% of what they tell you in, like, the 12 steps. I don't believe in the 12 steps. I believe in, I mean, it's harsh and callous, but want to change and then fucking change. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, that. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm sure the 12 steps work for some people, but. Yeah, I'm sure it's a good, like, laying ground for some people. But, it just, but ultimately, just like Christianity. It, wait, isn't it the choice yes. for them to do the 12 steps? And the exactly. first, so it's like you still have to want exactly. to do it. Yeah. It's just like the morals of Christianity. Like, right. you can only use it to your benefit if you want to. Right. Where, like, the 12 steps never made any sense to me. Like, yeah, it's just see it, want it, and then do it. I mean, because once you were out, you, you've been clean. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm a statistical anomaly. Like, I've only, I've never relapsed. I've only done, I did coke once after I got sober. Other than that, I just smoked pot. And I think that's insane. That is, that I is mean, loud. because it normally... I mean, I know people who have gotten clean and then just kind of switch after out. Year, relapse after five years. And yeah. it's just crazy to think. That. Or they just switch out like their drug One, of choice. Yeah. And it's always typically alcohol. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like I want, alcohol, I think, is the worst drug that's like actually I just, out there. It's like, I think for me, I saw yeah, like how crazy. destructive it was for so long and just kind of hated it. So I even whenever I was addicted to drugs, I didn't drink. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. But also, it's just the fact that you could like change your habits after being so young. Because it's not like you're like an older person who's like, okay, I'm gonna do this. But it's like to be so young and to have lived through it and be like, okay, I actually don't want to do this anymore. I feel like that'd be hard. You have to like rewire your whole brain. Yeah, and that's it. That's really what it was. Because it, so I was in jail for like close to seven, eight months. Whenever I decided that I wanted to stay sober, because obviously I've already detoxed. I'm not doing drugs in jail. 
So I decided like, okay, I want to stay sober. And I think that's a big thing too, because I mean, just from tattooing people, you meet people who have been to jail and prison and they come out talking like you or the, you know, they come out like glorifying in a way and like obviously still getting drugs and shit in jail or prison. Like yeah, you can like still it, do like it. They, so it is ultimately a, a choice. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. You're choosing to still do it. Yeah. Which, by the way, the drug prices are outrageous in jail. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, the markup. Like, like okay. how do they even get them in there? Uh, That's what I want to know. <laughs> Just like I don't understand. And girls coochies. Girls coochies, dudes assholes, and COs. I was just about yeah. to say. I feel like yeah. COs would probably be like the worst of it. Oh, I've heard of like entire like whole packs of cigarettes in people's assholes. Damn. Honestly, yeah. I'm just impressed. Right in. If you're listening to this and you've done that, like, I want to know how. He's like, what size anal plug did you use? I want to know the prep that goes into getting a prison pack pocket. of cigarettes in your prison pocket. I'm, I'm amazed. Actually, that's cool. It's impressive, honestly. I mean, it's so square. It's wow. that's what I'm so, saying. It's very square. You'd have to I round the like, edges, right? So a lot of the time they, they put it in condoms. I was just about to say, just kidding. I feel like they're probably working smarter, not harder. Yeah, they're probably. Like, I'm just like you would have to not even sneeze. You'd bend the cigarettes. You'd, you'd, you'd break them. I'm like I feel that like would it's be... typically like loose tobacco. Okay, all right. That makes. I'm like I'm thinking cigarettes <laughs> in your ass, and I'm like. Bitch, you bend over and those things are bent. <laughs> it's fucked. Even tobacco prices are through the roof. Like, probably close to $100 for a whole pack of cigarettes. Oh, Bitch. Damn. Yeah. I'm not. Which I, di- I didn't even hell. smoke cigarettes in jail. Like, Well, fuck. I, I mean, it's coming that, out of a dude's can. asshole, first also, of all. I don't really yeah. want to smoke it. Yeah. Smoking that booty. Yeah. That, sometimes I feel like people <laughs> would pay $100 to smoke a cigarette from an ass. So like, Yeah, very true. It depends on how you're looking at it. Glass half empty. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, fuck. But now you smoke. I do. <laughs> I have a friend. They, they we have a friend that I know for a fact would pay $100 to smoke a cigarette from a butt. Would you pay that, Mickey? I can't think of who. No. I'm like, Which one of our friends could put anything in his ass? Oh, <laughs> not Joe. Not Joe. Yeah, not me. We know lots of gays. Don't worry. But I'm just saying. I was like, um, I think that we know some people that would I'm absolutely not the bottom do beater. that. <laughs> I'm not the bottom feeder. I just feel like it's like also I like I think there's people who love a little prison fantasy. You know, and it's they like, wouldn't want to do it for real, but yeah, they would want to be like a like some role ass. play. Yeah, oh. a little like. Do you ever role play now? Do you ever pretend? I don't. We do. Have Are you ever like handcuffs? log me out? Are you like? <laughs> She brings out the handcuffs. You just like yeah. I've, I don't think PTSD I've ever worn handcuffs. So bad, I'd be like, <laughs> are you? Do you switch yeah, roles? You're like, like I'm PTSD the cop now. You're yeah, like, I'm I'm the CO now. I'm, I'm never gonna CO be there now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's how a lot of people cope with the trauma after prison. They're probably like, I love being handcuffed. Actually, yeah. Do you feel like you have PTSD from prison? Clearly, uh, definitely in a sense of like, now that I'm a parent, I won't go back. Like. As far as you are going to have to make me go back, no matter what happens. Yeah. Like, if I was arrested, it's going to be a scene all the way until I'm in a spit mask and a pickle suit. <laughs> you're like, I'm Hannibal, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. you're going to have to chain me every which way because I'm causing a fucking scene. Right. Hell yeah. And th- now you're tattooing. Now I'm tattooing. So... Scarring people. Tattoos in prison. I did not because I'm a germaphobe. So That's the good. statistic in West Virginia yeah. is um I think over forty percent of inmates have a bloodborne illness. <gasps> 
Yeah. So you're like, yeah. I'm not sucking fucking and I'm not getting yep. tattoos. And not to mention, like, if HIV you have... lives on a surface for seven days, bro. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah. if you have, like, a problem oh. with somebody, they'll dip their tat they'll dip a tattoo machine into a toilet before they tattoo you there's no rules in prison well clearly yeah oh my god yeah (laughs) so no you're like all these tattoos you're like i've been to prison but this is not where these are but not from nope (laughs) i feel like i feel like we got a lot of good info i feel like maybe even after this episode we we post uh what questions do you guys have and maybe have dill back because i was gonna say i've got this opened up a whole thing i've got a lot more questions as soon as we said cigarettes and an ass a hundred dollars i've got so many questions me pull out the cigarette mickey's in no i'm like okay i've got questions i need to go see in prison with the cigarette in my ass listen i just feel like that would be so lana del rey to have a prison boyfriend to be like hi i'm bringing him my she did though and that Mickey, was hard. But she also dated a cop, a so she's been everywhere. She's on both sides. She said, I've had to test out every angle, but the <laughs> cop really fucked her up. She didn't like him. And I was like, oh my God, duh. <laughs> Fucking duh. Fucking duh. She's like, I guess he literally Mickey had a fiance. Date a prisoner just to write him the letters. Oh no, I wouldn't <laughs> be in prison. I would. I feel like <laughs> old me. Perfume on yeah. it. Back in the <laughs> day. An old me would have absolutely done that. Would. Now I'm like just a settled woman, but old me would have loved the drama comblama <laughs> of writing letters to an inmate. But, True. But or the thing was, pictures. He the minute fight every day. Oh if you sent my pictures. god. Oh my god. I love that. But see, the thing was, I was involved with a guy, and then whenever he like got arrested. I was just like I had the ick too bad I was like like, I don't know but if he was hotter maybe I could have like gotten into it but he wasn't hot enough to power through I'm not a down bitch I'm not so she could write it all special for him yeah her signature that would literally a fairy tale it is but in my mind it feels very Lana Del Rey to write letters to of an inmate I don't know I feel like also there's like I feel like there's gotta be like money in that somewhere to be like uh, oh for sure I yeah. know so many inmates that scam they'll scam like five or six girls at a time oh yeah yeah, I th- yeah. low self esteem girls fucking that's what I mean Bro, oh yeah I tattoo bitches who are like well he's doing that. Yeah, I'm sending him money that's not I'm like like so is four what? other girls yeah I'm yeah. like I I need you to have some self-respect i would do it for the bit but as soon as he's like i need some money for my ramen noodles i'll be like i need another inmate i'm sorry like if people send (laughs) you pictures in there do they take them oh yeah yeah they'll oh it's like basic training yeah typically if if you see somebody get stabbed or beat up like bad where they're going to an outside hospital it's over pictures of wives or kids (gasps) from people stealing what yeah or phone time me people (gasps) like it this is a warning to anybody if you ever go to jail cover your phone whenever you're on it because people will steal your money off of it how do you what, what do you mean because all you do you type in your inmate <gasps> oh number. fuck yeah okay so if they see that then they can get on and they can call and alternatively they can also order commissary Ooh. so they'll spend everything in your Damn. account that's a good that's wild. the first time i Life ever got hack. robbed in jail was that way and Damn. i to this day don't know who did it <gasps> so fuck you whoever you are out there Fuck you, asshole. Yeah. That's it was like $20, but still, it hey, wasn't cool. That's a lot that's in there. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's $20. That's honey. all I had. Bitch, I'd time. be pissed now if someone stole $20 from me. So $20 is $20. Motherfucker, I ain't forgetting. Damn, dog. But I do feel like people might have just more more questions after listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might have to have enough. We will have a take two on this. So if you have any questions, <laughs> comments, um, I don't know anything that I don't know. Need to talk about your inmate love. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, don't I think know. there's sites where you can go on though and like see and look. There For is. sure. For sure. That would be one way to have a relationship. It's like I love a man, but I have him in a box somewhere. Just like that yeah. one model you that got what? famous. For I me feel in like prison. that could be perfect. Oh, the beautiful jawline. Yeah, yes. Okay, yes. but didn't Joseph say in the, one of our earlier episodes that he dated someone who went to jail and was talking well, to like to sixteen other people? Okay, it was rehab. Yeah. Got you, got you. You're like, wait. I was like, wait a minute. Weren't we? In, we were like, this could work. Rehab. And I was like, wait a minute. Wasn't he like talking to like Maybe seventeen people? Yeah, he's so, like, I'm I'm off the drugs, yeah. but one thing I'm not giving up. Cheating, <laughs> booty. And he did have ten other dudes. So <laughs> you're like, whoa! Damn, they'll get you every yeah. other fucking time. Every time, bro. That might, that might be a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're gonna say when I'm like, the minute that like, you, I don't see, know what you're gonna say, but just say. Oh, that. if it's something that you're like, I'm you're too like, scared to canceled. say. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> She's like, say it. But I, I'll attest to that. Yeah, motherfuckers, when they get quote unquote clean. I, I feel like they're like you said they sub it and I see a lot of motherfuckers subbing it for like sex or being or oh, not even like sex sure. just like having that many people you yeah. know what I mean like to talk to and they almost don't realize, like the power of like, yeah and I'm like damn people. you guys aren't only you know have that addiction in you bro you you're a fucking narcissist too. and a sociopath yeah once upon a time, whenever I was involved with someone who went to jail and did drugs, they said that <laughs> drugs don't make you a bad person. They're like, you're probably already a bad person. Agreed. And I was like, also, I was like, okay, the fact that you're saying that was like the self-awareness. I was like, the, I yep. mean, I love the honesty, at least. He was like, <laughs> no, I was like, drugs don't make people do bad things. He's like, usually you're just already a bad person. Yeah. And the Agreed. drugs can be an excuse. But like, if you're an asshole, you know, you can't just blame drugs for being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Like drugs yeah. may make you steal from your grandma, but they won't make you double cross people to a point of like no return yeah it, that's just being a snake yeah some stuff you just can't blame on it yeah you know there is some things you can blame on it some things yeah. that's just you dog yeah like some things like if you if you naturally steal things then you like steal you're just things. that grimy yeah but if you like were in active addiction and you stole 20 bucks from your grandma then she might forgive you yeah but if you steal from everybody you're probably just a thief but yeah it's like if you're an actual like a narcissist then that's just a personality fault not heroin's yeah. fault <laughs> I feel like more more drug addicts need therapy. Oh, oh God, yeah. I mean, more just normal people need therapy, Very let true. alone someone who struggles with addiction. Because not even just therapy. like the opioid. <laughs> <laughs> I called five this morning. <laughs> like, wow. No one's accepting new patients. <laughs> it's hard because not only is there like an opioid crisis, I think it's a mental health crisis. So it's like um, those two things therapist. go hand in hand. That's why I was in. Like that's why I was really going bad. to college for before I got pregnant and oh dropped out. Imagine, bitch, that's all I wanted. Yeah, to she had to keep our kid. God, yeah. you know? why are you bringing it back off? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I kept my child. No, literally, but that's why I session, went into this. That's all I wanted you, to do. Both sessions out. Now therapy, I'm just my friend's you. free therapist. <laughs> that's why I do it for free. Now I'm I'm on, I'm booked and busy with that as well. I'm not licensed, but I'm out here um, helping anyone out. I'm. I swear, I. Have so many friends who are like, oh my god, you'd be such bio. a good um, therapist. And I'm like, She's I just love to chit chat. Ten minutes only. I was gonna say, I became a lot of people's therapist once I started oversharing on the internet. The amount of trauma dumping I did not expect. I will literally. I had a client come in last week, 
and was like, oh, is Mickey doing okay? I said, what the yeah. I looked out and I said, what are you talking about? And they're it's like, well, I saw her Instagram story. story. I said, yeah, yeah, it's a Tuesday. What the fuck? Yeah, I just have a hard week sometimes. I'm probably in my luteal phase of my period, okay? I'm just having <laughs> a moment. Lana Del Rey. Oh, period. I'm listening to Lana Del Rey. I'm Six doing whatever. Seven days but no, week. when I started talking about my divorce, when I started talking about miscarriages, the amount of just be ready to trauma read. dumping. And I do. And I love to chit chat. And I'll have a little conversation. Mickey will definitely chat, baby. I'll have a little chit chat. And so the amount she I'm like. I know you should be like, tell me, baby. Oh, I do. I'll be here. No, literally. Remember when we were driving to fucking PA and I had to tell her to shut up? I was like, Mickey, I love you, but I need you to stop talking for the rest of the ride. (laughs) Bitch, the way I'm here today, I thought that I was coming for photos after, but Joseph texts me and goes, you're going to be on here, right? And I was like, this is the one and only place that me not being able to shut the fuck up is actually celebrated and not like not a problem. No, I started thinking about it. I was like, I think we definitely need a foursome there. So I was like, Mickey. It's our first. And then she she was like, I don't know. Do you want me to? Come. I did. I was like, I was, I was like, on last week. I, I was mean, like, if you, you don't want to, like, no, I'll come. He's like, I know this bitch can fill a silent moment. We need to yeah. have her on here. So my, this is my one strong suit. Yeah, this is the only time it, it really blossoms. Because I've got big thoughts. That's why I'm like the opioid crisis, the mental health crisis. I've got things to say. I feel like we need another episode on that. But oh, 100. So I think we do that. I think this is just part one of a yeah. of a later date because this was good. I, I agree. Fun. So thank you, Dylan, yeah. for letting us have you on. Thank you for having and. Me sharing some traumatic stories and experiences and we can't wait to have you share more we love i can't wait we love and until next time until next time bye bye thank you josh thanks josh who wants more threesome bye horse